In this bulletin, the federal government will pass a bill today to cap prices for energy providers and provide bill relief. A ship carrying migrants has sunk near the coast of England. And in sport, World Cup underdogs Morocco face off the reigning champions France this morning. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Assam al -Ghadib. The Albanese government's energy price cap plan is set to pass through Parliament today after receiving conditional support from the Greens. The Greens have stated they will support the bill now that they have secured a package within the bill to help low-income households and renters transition from gas to electric appliances. The energy legislation will cap gas prices at $12 per gigajoule and provides $1.5 billion in federal assistance for bill relief. The Greens are still calling on the federal government to enact a two-year freeze on electricity bills despite their agreement. Greens leader Adam Bant says his party has secured a package that looks to financially support those who need it most during the cost of living crisis. The Greens have made it clear to the government that we want to see more compensation flowing to households. We want to see a freeze of power bills for the next two years. And as the government develops its assistance measures over the next a couple of months in the lead up to February, the Greens will continue to press for a two-year freeze on power bills. Former Prime Minister Scott Morrison has admitted that it was his responsibility as Social Services Minister to ensure the system was not defrauded, while giving evidence to the Royal Commission on the failed robo-debt scheme. Council assisting Justin Gregory referenced Mr. Morrison's Sky interview with Graham Richardson, asking him to clarify use of the language to crack down on those trying to rip off the system. Mr. Morrison denied using that exact phrase, but admitted that it was his responsibility as minister to seek to improve the system to ensure taxpayers are supporting those who need it most. I, I acknowledge both that there are people who are indeed very deserving of the benefits that are paid under the system, there are people who pay for those benefits, which are taxpayers, and there are those, regrettably, in my experience having been a Minister for Immigration, where I've seen people seek to defraud the immigration system, I've been a Minister for Social Services and seen people seek to defraud the social services system. So regrettably, that is an aspect that Ministers must be conscious of, and in fact, Taxpayers demand that we be so. It's likely Mr. Morrison will be returning to the Commission today as questioning still rests on the first document of evidence. A small boat carrying migrants has sunk off the southeastern coast of England, killing at least four. An emergency rescue operation was able to save dozens while a helicopter was seen circling the area and rescue teams from the UK and France being sent in. This happens as the country is going through a wave of low temperatures as low as two degrees in the area where the ship sunk. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak spoke earlier on the tragedy. I'm sure the whole House will share my sorrow at the capsizing of a small boat in the Channel in the early hours of this morning and the tragic loss of human life. Our hearts go out to all those affected and our tributes to those involved in the extensive rescue operation. In Fiji, people voted yesterday for a general election that saw two former military coup leaders running against each other. Incumbent Prime Minister Frank Bainimarama, who has been in power for 16 years, first took office through a coup in 2006. He subsequently allowed elections in 2014 and has maintained himself in office through elections ever since. He runs again this year and one of his opponents is Sidvani Rambuka, who also took power through a coup in the past in 1987.
Although Mr. Benyamarama said he could concede defeat if he loses the election, Mr. Rabuka said it would be difficult to vote him out. It's always very difficult to dislodge an incumbent government. They make the rules, we abide by them, and we, uh, any uh, slip uh, will result in our being uh, questioned, investigated. That's why we have been overcautious, very, very uh, cautious in, in the First estimations showed the People's Alliance of Sitivenya Rabuka ahead of Frank Bainimarama's Fiji First Party. Cheering and waving Moroccan flags, soccer fans gathered in Doha's Sugwagif to cheer on their team ahead of the World Cup semi-final against France this morning. The crowd was excited and hopeful for a win. Among the fans is Diel Diubi. It's the once in a lifetime, it's history, that's why we're here. You see so many Moroccans move here. We never thought we would be in the semi-finals, but now we think we can take it home. At the World Cup in Qatar, Morocco beat Belgium to top their group before overcoming Spain and Portugal to become the first African and Arab team to reach the last four in the global showpiece event. The winner of the semi-final will play Argentina in the final on Sunday. This comes as hundreds of Moroccan fans desperate to reach Qatar to watch their team were left stranded as Morocco's airline scrapped several extra flights. The cancellations, which Royal Air Maroc blamed on the Qatari authorities, left travelers downcast but did not dampen a party mood in the North African country before this morning's match. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghadib.